The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Lives Sports Stop. Talk. We haven't talked to you guys since Tuesday. We had Wednesdays off. And I got a. You hear something? Oh, that's me. Formula <laughs> Sports Talk. Demi Lachey is in the studio. I'm control, doing a whole control your toys, man. Man, I know. I mean, this so dumb computer. Uh, I apologize if you hear anything, but not really. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Like I said, Demi Lachey is in the studio, and he is a big weekend. Party. I am. We ain't gonna talk about it though. So you no, know, we ain't gonna, I don't know who knows what. Well, hey, America. <laughs> you know where I'm be at. You say America. America. Oh, okay. That's no a. That's Indiana. It's like Virginia. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I can understand well, that. Yeah, well, you kind of put my trip on blast on the last show anyway. No, but. not really. I, I thought you was going down to uh, the uh, Wild Horse Pass, the casino over there. Oh, okay. I don't know where you was going. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but nobody's listening to you anyway. They, they, I mean, they, they probably heard my voice and say, oh, Demery going here, going there. I had a lot of um, text. I had a letter of text, somewhat feedback from my last uh, show, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And talking about uh, you know, what we were talking about was dimes and all that stuff. Was, <laughs> yeah, I had, had a cook. I had a little feedback too. So that's funny because nobody know because people was call, probably calling you crazy. Like you don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. That's what they probably was doing. I got, I got, I got both views, both both sides. Yeah, crazy and you know what? That makes sense. No, that, that don't make sense. Whoever said that made sense? That don't on, make Kwame. sense. Come on. It's okay. Makes, I don't know if I never. I don't, we don't, we're not going to get back into it. It was a dime. I think what's a dime is the Golden State Warriors. Now, basketball starts tonight, and it feels. It is here, man. Yeah. It's finally here. And we're going to talk basketball, obviously. We're going to talk some football. We get into football. But it feels like basketball has been gone for so long. Like the season was over. I don't think the NBA will ever do that again. Because mm-hmm. it, that time off, it was nine days off. Which which Cleveland Cavaliers had nine days. The Golden State had eight because they had another game with the uh, Houston Rockets. Right. Which they finished them off in the five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Period. Mm-hmm. Fourth quarter. Um, but it felt it was so long before the season since it ended since mm-hmm. that what was it uh, conference championship? Yeah. Ended. After the conference. Yep. Now I do want to get into this basketball thing. I do want to get into. Who's gonna win and how many games? Uh, which I, I'm, I probably won't make any prediction. I I can see right have now. To. No, no, you it's don't. before it's. You can make a prediction. I'm not talking about. I can make a prediction as far as game one. No, no, because game one could be crucial. Could be crucial. You talking about? We're not gonna get into that right now. We going but I wanted to do. I want to talk about this. Okay. Why are we still talking about Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods has been so dominant in his dominant years mm-hmm. that even now, to me, he's just another golfer. He's just another golfer. As a golfer, not as a marketing tool, but we're still talking about him. This guy's four over in tournaments he's dominated, in court, golf courses he's dominated. Mm-hmm. Like, what is – he's changed his swing so much in the process from the time he won the Masters in 97 
to today. He's changed the swing so much, had different coaches. Mm -hmm. And then your ego and your pride getting away. Why not just go back? You could do it. Like like I've ta I taught myself the game. I taught myself golf, how to golf. Mm -hmm. And I can go low. Um, but I'm not playing in competition. I'm mm -hmm. not playing four days in a row. So I don't know what my what my rounds will be like playing four straight days. And even on Wednesdays with a practice round, so four and a half, five days of golf. And you're doing that every week. Tiger doesn't do it every week right. anymore. But those those golfers, the ones that we like outside of Tiger Woods, because I like Tiger Woods is the reason why I got into golf. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this guy, it looked like us. I think you said something last show. You don't watch hockey because it, it doesn't promote, it doesn't, they doesn't cater to you. They doesn't market you for you to right. watch or promote the game to watch it. And, and, but when you go to the hockey arena, it's exciting. Right. Last night was exciting thing about hockey. Uh, Chicago wins late. Mm -hmm. um, they come back. Mm -hmm. That was exciting. And I'm saying, why don't I watch more hockey? Because I learned how to play hockey. Or the, not play, but the rules of hockey mm -hmm. from video games in college. Mm -hmm. But then you go back to this, um, you go to this marketing and Tiger Woods, and we just had a marketing conversation uh, before we got on air. You yeah. go to this marketing, he was so dominant, so dominant when he was in his prime. And, and I don't know what, where the prime is for golf, because a lot of golfers, you can play this game until you, till forever. Right. But he was so dominant during that time that we can still talk about him right now like he's the guy. And mm -hmm. he's not the guy. He's not the guy. You're not talking about these young. Well, we are talking about uh, mm -hmm. Ryan Moore, who's leading the memorial right now. Uh, but Jordan Speed, mm -hmm. Rory McIlroy. You can talk about a lot of these dominant guys out there. But Tiger Woods continue to be the story, even when he's not the story. He's a marketing guy now. Yeah. You can market him. If you if you have a television or advertising and all those things, you can market him. But why are you still talking about Tiger Woods today? Well, it's easy to break it down. Um, you just think of it as the sense of the, what's the number one thing, what's the number one concept of success? Winning. Through business, through sports, winning, and it breaks down even more than well, how do you consistently win? What, what's what's the number one start off? It could be about business. You know, you win in business. You win. And we're talking about business. We're talking and, about money. Yeah, you win in money. It's, it all starts with communication. That's the number one key to, to success. So whether you're in a sport, communicating with your coaches, communicating, you know, with your caddy, in Tiger Woods' case, you know, his, <laughs> his swing coaches. If that part is failing, I guarantee you it's not the same where it used to be back, you know, when his father was alive, back when he was starting off. He was taking it in as a sponge. He was giving it back as a warrior. And, you know, he let too much of his outside of the sport, his life issues, you know, condone with what's going on on the golf course. Now, off the course, oh, my bad. Go ahead, no, go ahead. And then go into your part B about Tiger. You know, part A is you said he's just average now on well, the golf course. Well, I didn't say At average. a PGA level. I didn't As a PGA professional because. I like my chances against Tiger. They're not saying I would win. Tiger has so much in his head. He has so much golf in him that I couldn't even fathom. Yeah, but you're not PGA. Uh, yes, I am. But, okay. But uh, <laughs> Compared uh, to what I see on TV against these Fowlers, Spieth, McElroy, Mickelson, Woods. He's in that concept now. Those guys have caught up with him from the past, or they're getting up to that they level. They catch up to him. They're just not scared of him anymore. Tiger used to put fear in people. Not even scared. I mean, these kids, they, they were kids watching they Tiger. Up. They looked right. they, they, A lot of those So now they're, it's their arrival time. So now they they have arrived. So I, I, was in a, I was in that category real quick. I was mm -hmm. in that category when I was, because uh, Ronnie Lott was my guy. And then, I'm, you know, as I'm playing Ronnie Lott, and we, we did play during the same time, his later years, my early years, mm -hmm. obviously. But then um, 
we go to San Fran and play the 49ers, and I'm one of the guys they want to interview. It was mm-hmm. Ronnie Lott and um, who was the uh, – he had another guy, 49er guy. But I'm interviewing, I'm like, I'm in here talking to Ronnie Lott. And mm-hmm. I'm and I'm you know I'm thinking about my guys back home right because a lot of our favorites grew up I'm talking to them or I'm cool for, I'm friends with them mm-hmm. and then you think about that and you get to talk to one of your favorites like me talking to Ronnie Lott Tiger Woods and these kids who who grew up liking Tiger Woods mm-hmm. one of their favorites they was in awe of Tiger for years even if they, even though they were playing with Tiger they couldn't win they couldn't beat him because they was thinking. I'm playing with Tiger Woods. So in golf, if you don't get that jump right away, even though these guys got some talent, and I talk about talent immediately after this, even though they have some talent, I'm in awe of this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm in awe of uh, uh, you playing with uh, you, you're a receiver. You playing with uh, Michael Irvin or somebody. You 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 watch these guys and mm-hmm. try to. He might mm-hmm. not be your favorite. He's one of the best <laughs> receivers ever to play the game. Yeah. Um, but you would one of the best. You would a Chris Carter, who I don't like. Uh, you know, I said I don't like Chris Carter. Then I. I didn't like him while we was playing, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I guess I like him now because uh, while we was playing, you had to be a certain way. Yeah. And then when I see him outside of off the field, when I see him, I was at the golf course. I was at Biltmore. I didn't even know it was him. He spoke to me. I looked back and I'm like, I did a double take. It was Chris Carter. Mm-hmm. But they were here for the Super Bowl and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, dang. In my head, in my mind, I don't like. I didn't like him because we had some altercations during the football field. But that was business. Now you get these guys uh, with Tiger Woods and yeah, Carmen, you can't I, hold that grudge forever, man. I, I don't hold. You let it go. I don't hold grudges. Yeah, let that go. I don't even know if it was a grudge. It was a grudge. I don't think he so. He said something about your mother on the field. No, he no, he you didn't. didn't like no, it. he didn't. And I, don't, <laughs> I was too old for you. Could, you can talk about my mother all you want to. He talked about your shoes and your shoestrings and why yours. Let me tell you. We want to tell you aren't shining why like you, his. Why you speculating on the story? I know what it was about. What was it about? I've, I've been on the field. I know. I know I, Chris Carter standpoint. I was leading the lead in interceptions. And I was, you know, I was balling. So we was going to Minnesota playing them for the. Uh, so he was like, the only reason why you leading the league in interceptions is because y'all can't stop the run. You too scared to stop the run? No. Would there be something like that? No, not, no. We talking, that, that's, that's the that's the trash like I used to give out. No, you <laughs> talking you talking about our defense? So our defense, <laughs> we stopped the run and pass. No, we, I would we, call that person out. Yeah, but you can't. You, like, there's on, nobody you on the Arizona Cardinals defense you can call out. All right. I, I don't even know. You can call out. You couldn't call out <laughs> our second team guys because they should be starting. Mm-hmm. That's how good our defense was. But our offensive guys was they stink. And and we had a bunch. If you just look on paper and see our offensive guys, mm-hmm. you think, man, the Cardinals gonna ball this year. We're four and twelve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> four and twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine and seven. Then we get in the playoffs. Playoffs. Thank you, uh, everybody. Uh, we get in the playoffs. <laughs> um, and then we. I mean, we. Then we change the team up. We don't build from that. Yeah, that was crazy. I, it was real crazy. I, I was um, it was real crazy. We got some stars. See, that's that's the Arizona Cardinals from my era that I remember <laughs> was Jake the Snake coming in. Not, not saying it was all. Not saying it was him. But mm. you all, you all, mm. you all had build up. Since I've been out here, I learned about the Cardinals history. Oh, believe me. So it was like a build up. You know the chemistry you bring in a you know gunslinger. You know. Uh, athletic quarterback it helps helps good. helps you win a couple more ball games on the offensive end, and then boom, y'all hit the playoffs. I'm like, okay. Then that next season, everybody gone. Like it just boom. Larry That's Sh- what Larry Phoenix Sh- is gone. known for, yeah. though. Arizona. Well, when you when you, know. you call it, well, I guess it's a transit uh, state and in the community, and then the fans because they never had a football team here. They right. didn't have a football team here, so they were when Dallas was come here, when the Raiders were come here. 
Eagles from way east mm-hmm. would come here. Who, who who else would come here? And it was the stadium was packed with those people. And I couldn't understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm from Virginia. <laughs> I'm from Virginia, and I root for every Arizona team. Like if I go to the stadium, I'm putting on a, that team's shirt mm-hmm. or maybe jersey. Like we talked about hockey, I'm getting a hockey jersey um, soon as the season starts, even before the season starts. Yeah. And I'm not gonna get the um, star player. I'm gonna get one of those average, those mid-level players, <clears throat> because he's on, he is on that court or that ice for a reason. Because his jersey a little cheaper. No, well, yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be that guy. I like underdogs. I like guys. You who like Draymond Greens. I like Draymond. I love Draymond Greens. Mm-hmm. I love. He's he's the defining factor when we start talking basketball. He's mm-hmm. the defining factor in what's going on in this, in this game tonight, mm-hmm. and it's serious for that mo- for the most part. But no, I'm leading the lead. Let me go back since you really interrupt me, uh, as I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go to. Uh, I mean, we play in Minnesota. I'm, I'm leading the lead in interceptions. I'm balling. Everybody, even for the games, you know, all of like like Rob Wilson, uh, any guys we play, Darren Wilson, mm-hmm. um, who else? Uh, my man in Philly. Um, everybody before the game, they touch me. They said, "Let me get some of that." They touching on my jersey. Let me get some of that because I'm ball. I'm out there. I'm doing me. And that's the same year the Cardinals tried to bench me for yeah. Pat Tillman. And me and Pat Tillman's buddies. We uh-huh. buddies to this day. Um, right. I'm out there, so we go to Minnesota. JJ McCleskey. I should call JJ right now. I should get him to call in. JJ McCleskey goes up to uh, uh, Chris Carter and say, "You better watch out. I'm out here balling. He ain't playing around. You don't come in his section." And everybody knew that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you first, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna you have you looking for me. Then I'm gonna pick the ball off. Chris Carter say, "Who? I don't even know him." And I heard it, but I wasn't paying attention to what JJ and Chris was talking about. <laughs> then I heard that. I said, "What?" I said, "Okay, you done." The whole <laughs> game, the whole game, I was attacking him. And then he uh, he tried to cut me, so I, I grabbed him before he tried to get got to my legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying all this talking to you, and you supposed to be so called the best. You Christian this, Christian that. You out here doing all this cussing. I'm just talking mm-hmm. trash like he talking trash. I turned, I grabbed him, picked him up, and slammed him back down. He on the ground like this with his hands up, looking at the referee. I said, "You tried to cut me." Mm-hmm. And then I was supposed to have been stopping to run because uh, <laughs> Smith was the running back. Smith from Ohio State. Oh yeah, Robert Smith. Robert Smith came around the corner, touchdown. <laughs> I was trying to kill. <laughs> I was trying to kill Chris Carter. And, and I know, you know, Chris Carter got the best hands, still to this day, probably the best hands in the NFL. Mm-hmm. NFL. Then, I, you know, that's on the field stuff. And I think J.J. McCleskey got me caught up in there because I wasn't he supposed did. to. Yeah. He did. He did. I got you out of your game. But I was playing at a high level. He didn't get me out of my game. but he did. He, I for that, at for a that high one level. game, for that one play? That didn't. Your mindset was kill Chris. It no one it was, <laughs> Make it was, Chris feel, feel Kwame, right. who he is. Right, because I'm from Newport Good News. Good job. But, I'm from but Newport then News. You better Robert know who Smith I am. is making ESPN top 10. <laughs> Not on me, because the linebacker should have had him anyway. But that's that's besides <laughs> the point. But that, and it, that's all that we just talked about until the whole thing. I say, why are we talking about Tiger Woods? And we talking about Tiger Woods right now. He is a story. He's always going to be a story. His dominance and when he was dominant. And now his marketability, because Tiger Woods and the, and the purse these guys are getting in golf is the re- he's the reason why these purses are so high. But now I don't think nobody fears Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods used to win matches off fear. I think the I'm trying to think of the guy who beat him in the playoffs, and from there has been down here. And after that, he won in 2008, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the guy who beat him. It was it was an Asian guy who was dominant. Like he didn't fear anything. He was, he was just so focused. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to look it up. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. 
Who was this guy? Um, anyway, but after that, you know, Tiger Woods now, he's a, uh, let me find out where he is. Probably like four over. On a course, on a, he's four over on a course that he's dominated five times. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. And that outside of him changing his swing so much, he don't know what swing to use. He got like 10 different swings in his head. No communication, man. Communication That's where it all starts. The, the, the caddy. The, the caddy, the coach himself. That's where it all begins. Because he, he knows how to communicate with himself when it comes to marketing. He knows who, this, who to something. talk to. You say know, like th- those conversations are. Hey, let's get you know, let's get after it. We got this, this, this caught up, this set up for you. He knows when to attack that. No problem. That communication has never stopped. Here's when I think it went downhill for because you said something that I agree with, and I and I've said it a couple times. Here's when it went downhill. See, see that Virginia stuff. Hill. <laughs> Here's when it went downhill. It's for a lot time. of hills in Virginia. Well, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> for Tiger Woods, when his father passed away, that was the most. He had to be disciplined. <clears throat> he didn't want to. You know how you don't want to upset you. Like ten minutes ago, I, I just said his was something you said. You were crazy. Yeah, you're not listening to the show. You were so right caught here. up in Chris. See, Chris taking no, over. Chris was, Chris was after this because I said I wanted to get I to said, that. I said Tiger Daddy before Chris even. Came I know, along. and I said, and I wanted to get back to that, but we went into <laughs> something else. But I'm saying I said this plenty of times. I say this to this day. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods changed when his father passed away. You know how you want to impress your dad? You you never want to disappoint somebody, and so you on that straight and narrow that path. This is like me with my grandmother. I try not to do things because just maybe my grandmother might hear it or see it, and then I will. That's you know how that worst feeling you ever felt. Mm-hmm. That's to me to this day. But I thought I think that's Tiger Woods when his father passed away. He had nobody to really be. Because his daddy was the disciplinary. His daddy was the one who taught him how to golf. His daddy taught him that mental focus, toughness. Now he don't have to be disciplined for anybody. So then he goes crazy, and then we we know his story outside of uh, outside of golf. He never had to be disciplined for somebody, and that changes everything about Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. So now he's searching to be that guy again, but he changed coaches so much. He thought these swing coaches and these these coaches he had as far as golf, he thought they were making more money because they were teaching Tiger Woods. So what? Yeah, you you the best. I'm teaching Tiger Woods, so other players coming to me. Tiger Woods thought, well, since you're getting these other players because I'm winning and you teaching me, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to pay you as much. The price is the price, Tiger Woods. You winning. Mm-hmm. Right. The price is what it is. You winning. So what? Um, these other coaches, Butch Harmon, and uh, who's the other guy that's, that's popular? Uh, swing coach, golf coach. So what? Yeah, Butch Harmon, but it's another one. What's the other one? But the but these guys are they getting other players because they coach Tiger Woods and Tiger Woods are winning so they want to figure out what's going on. Right. But Tiger Woods think I don't have to pay you. You getting these guys because of me. Right. The price is the price, Tiger. And the guy that beat him that you was talking about, the Asian golfer, uh-huh. Y.E. Yang. Y.E. Yang. Yep. Y. Set the tone. Yang. Came in one time, boom. Exploders because he came back in that. Uh, and if, I remember the last, that. Yeah, the yeah, last, that, the last that day. championship. He came back on Tiger Tiger's Wilson never lost well-known the red shirt day. Sunday. Whew. Y.E. Yang. We're going to take a quick break. We'll finish up on this, but we're going to get into some basketball now. Kwame La Sports Talk, Demer Lachey in the studio. That might be my name for the weekend. Y.E. Yang? Yeah. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. 
check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Now Peter, Piper, Pink Peppers, but run right, Ron, Humpty, Dumpty, fell down. That's his heart, time, Jackie, Nimble, what? Nimble, and he was quick, but jam, Mass Mud, Faster Jacks, or Jay's dick. Hey, welcome back to the Quarterman Lodge Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. Demery off the air talking, and then he bring it on to the air. Mm-mm. Not that, but you talking right there. Not through. no detail. You heard the gas man say we coming back. I know you heard it because I heard it. All I heard was Peter Pop. <laughs> cat. I don't know no cat. Oh, I Kitty don't know. cat? You ever seen Wedding Crashers? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't know any cat. Okay. Uh, or we'll figure it out another day. But yeah, uh, you want to like, text oh, that guy. Man. I know you got his number right now. Text him. Because I don't know. He's working right now. He's not working. Nobody works. <laughs> nobody works. You can be at work and nobody works. You're right. You think I come to the job to work? <laughs> I got a job to rest. <laughs> That's true. Welcome, I know. Welcome back to the show. We were talking Tiger Woods. Uh, let's let's move on from Tiger Woods. We don't want to take a whole two segments if we can move on because this this Tiger Woods is really a story. And now one one of the stories is uh his mic is on. I think he's teaching uh what he, one of the stories he's teaching um his son how to play. He's he's envious of his son swing. It's probably what his dad was to him. Mm-hmm. So Tiger Woods, you need to get back on your game. I don't know what that means. We've been saying that for eight years now, but I don't know what that means. You get back on your game, start winning. Start when you're on that level. It's kind of hard for you. Mm-hmm. Not not for him, but when you're on that level of I changed the game of golf. I am golf. I am Tiger. I can't wait to hear the rest of this. Go ahead. Who who can tell me? About my golf game. How do you think he goes from coach to coach to coach? See, That's I, know, I know I'm speaking a lot about communication. That's like, what I went to school for. And first day of class, the number one key to success is communication. Bam. Mm-mm. I got an A on that test. Uh. The number one key to success, <laughs> it used to be communication. It still is at the end of the day. It's, 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 it's chemistry. It's trust. Trust. And how do you build trust? Huh? 
through communication. No, you find the right people that you, you can can't trust. trust someone without talking to them. I couldn't open oh, up. A rest- I, I trust that guy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I, I can watch a guy. I can watch people over time. I'm not talking about uh, five days. I'm watching this guy for five days and see about how he or she go about their business. I can watch somebody over time. Say it's a trustworthy person. nonverbal mm-hmm. communication. Yeah, no, no, there you go. You trying to go back to communications? I'm talking about I can trust somebody. Hey man, that's where it watch starts. How that's where it starts. Trust. Trust. Yeah. I, I was I was the mm-hmm. main one saying communication. You know, you know the little saying: communication rules the nation. It still, does. it still does. At the end of the day, because no, Tiger- nobody's communicating with the uh, lower people. Nobody communicate with the lower people. People on a lower level. That's why it's. That's why you have highs and lows. That's why you choose tomatoes tomato tomato tomato. That's it's why it's same thing. Big differences right now because there's no communication on the level. Nobody wants to understand. So Tiger Wood problem is that he can't communicate. Oh yeah. Or on the golf, like I mean, he I, don't, I don't, blame, I don't blame the brother he, uh, because he brother. But look, he um, <laughs> Tiger Woods is I don't not blame that man. See, I, see, you got me talking more Tiger Woods. But you know what? It's a, it's our show, so we can talk whatever we want to talk about. We will get into basketball. I did say a little bit of football. I'm supposed to be on a, a PSA right now. Four o'clock to five o'clock. I am on Rock Minute show. Rock oh, and nice. Minute. Um, I'm going to the studio because every time I call in, their little phone service don't work. <laughs> it breaks us up, and then I got to. They either call me back or I got to call them back. Mm-hmm. But it ma- it makes for a bad segment. So I'm going to the right Toyota. Going to the right Toyota actually sponsors some of my stuff. So uh, Jane over there, she Jane has too many. She has two Italian last names. So, but over right Toyota, I'm rocking Minuch today from four to five. Uh, I'll be live with that communication. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods changed the game of golf. Before that, it was other people before him. Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer. Uh, What's my guy in South Africa? Uh, shoot, I can't think of it. But the great guys that changed the game, who made the game competitive. And for a while, Tiger had no competition because these guys were scared of him. And then Y.E. Yang gets into the final round with him, comes back on Tiger, the first time that ever happened. After that, he loses his mind. Mm-hmm. He loses his mind. That's 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 Tiger Woods in a, in, a, in a nutshell. He needs to – I don't know what it means to him getting back to winning – that might be a consistency thing. I talk, We talked about the two late goals, uh, Blackhawks, getting back into that hockey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was. I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't. I was going back and forth. And then when I found something I wanted to watch mm-hmm. outside of hockey, but when you find a – you got to you gotta be into hockey like you into other sports, football, baseball, basketball. It might not seem boring until you're playing it. Mm-hmm. And like, like golf is boring. Baseball is boring until you're playing it. But you don't know the intricate parts of – the schemes that go into it. Uh, no, I had a conversation with guys. I was golfing with them yesterday um, on our day off. What it's going to take to be great. Some guys think they can show up and play. This is golf I'm talking now. Mm-hmm. What average guys, mm-hmm. at the most for the most part, average. You think you're just going to show up and play? You got to practice. You're not going to practice before the round. You got to practice doing when you're not playing to be great, to be successful. And then you think you can watch TV and see these guys Oh, I can hit that shot. I'm a better athlete because I played a different sport. I'm a better athlete. You're a better athlete in that sport. These guys yeah. grew up doing this in this country club and then had parents didn't want to watch them, so they gave them golf pros, I agree golf with that. coaches. Because, you know what, growing up, and I know everyone has gone through it, everyone does, especially in a sports concept, is, you know, like you said, you practice it even when you don't even know you're practicing it. Like, I would go walk down the hallways acting like, you know, I'm – getting a defender off me or, you know, a cornerback guarding me. I would do, like, moves. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what I'm doing. it. Like, But it helps you 
when you get back on the field. I mean, I think everybody does this once you know they get a paper ball, they shoot it like yeah, five, four, working three, two, one. Yeah, <laughs> working on the game, doing the layups. Like I still do it to this day. I don't know why. Mm. I'm not, you know, I'm not about to sign no Nike contracts, but it's just a habit of nature. Now, since I've been golfing, I'm not saying I've been playing golf. <laughs> since I picked <laughs> You've up been golf in your head, I'm picking up. I'm making like I got clubs in my hand all the time, just conversating with people. Just practicing that that swing, so I understand. Like, yeah, you like you just said that statement of you know doing it while you don't even you know while you're not really on the practice. You can you know playing golf while you're not even really yeah. there. So this, this old man told me this uh, across the street from my house in Virginia, uh, <laughs> back in Virginia. Oh, no, sounds like he, somebody you no, can't trust. No, I can trust him. He's a okay. uh, but yeah. I just always see him mm-hmm. walking every time he goes anywhere. He's walking with a golf club in his hand. He said. And he's not playing. He said, I play in my head all the time. Same thing you just said. You you find yourself working on your golf swing, getting your finger hands and fingering right. Mm-hmm. He said, keep a golf club in your hand so when you put it in your hand when you play it, you got some familiarity with it. Mm-hmm. It's not a foreign club. You, now you know you got your swing down, and it's your swing. It is your swing. That's the same thing with um, with me and with anybody for that, for that part, for the most part, is – I don't, I'm not trying to have a Tiger Woods swing, which whatever that is. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to have a Rory swing. My swing is my swing, and it works. It gets me to a certain point, and I make plays with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's what guys got to do. <clears throat> they work on their stuff even when they're not knowing they're working. And like you said, you hit them jump shot, you lay up. You ain't, you're not playing basketball. Yeah. It's just something you do. You know what I mean? You don't know how many people are crossed <laughs> over. Hit with, the, with the Iverson crossover. <laughs> and your, yeah, the imaginary people in Man. front of you. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does it matter if uh, – a horse wins a triple crown. What doesn't matter? Yeah, what doesn't matter really? You, you're talking about an animal, a horse <laughs> winning a triple crown, winning three races, three mm-hmm. major races at, at that. To me, it is the right to breed that horse. And that horse probably come, that horse comes from a, a stock. But when you when you won two and you put so much light and publicity on the triple crown one, right? That's that's because that horse could have sold. What is it? America Pharaoh. That horse could have been sold a year ago, wasn't. The numbers weren't right. I'm talking about millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You win a triple crown and you got that dominant horse. Even if you, I say if you don't, you still got a horse that's, that's in the big races three times that has won tw- two. Now it becomes how much am I playing for, paying for to breed that horse with somebody else or just to buy it and breed it? And, mm-hmm. and hopefully – in the next three years, two and a half, three years, I got another stock like that. What I'm putting in, and I'm making money. That's that. It is a big business. No, I don't think a lot of people pay attention to it because you talk about some horses racing. Right. Not only are they racing, it's a gambling thing too, like greyhounds and all that other stuff. Oh you yeah. Like the numbers. My oh, grandmother yeah. played the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Combinate me. Take this down to the store here. Fifty cent. Combinate. <laughs> three uh, two nine. Combinate that. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I'm I'm not into horse racing, gambling too much. But, you know, they do make a big, um, you know, a big, I don't know, a big scene out of a Triple Crown, uh, the horse winning three races in a row. I mean, I big understand. Races, the three big races. Yeah, the three in biggest a row. races, yeah, of the sport, you know, in a row. And I think it's a high achievement. It, you rarely see it. You don't see it a lot. You don't see the same horse winning, you know, race after race, especially the big three. You do not see that because you're getting the best of the best. Each and every uh, what is it, like month or week that they do this, um, so I mean it's a huge achievement. It's like bowling when you bowling like tur- <laughs> a perfect like, stri- a perfect game. Yeah, a perfect game. You don't see it to do it three games in a row. Do you know what that is? That's discipline. Even a and hat focus. trick in hockey. Three, three, 
three, that's an amazing achievement. And not necessarily to the standpoint of derby racing, but, on the, you know, you see a hat trick, it's like, oh, man, that was amazing. I've I, I seen this thing. You don't see it happen often. And you don't often see a, 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 a two-year-old more popular than a 24-year-old, 25-year-old. <laughs> I feel blessed. The, yeah, I think it's more about money than anything. Uh-huh. Now let's let's get into some uh, NBA. Oh yeah, NBA. I can't. Oh man, I, I don't. It's here. It's here. And you know what? At the beginning I mean, of the show, you made a comment talking I, about it was you a, don't like a good one. Go. Just a comment about how you don't like how long the mm. a NBA conference championship. I don't think it built up to tonight. I don't think it built up because I know you about to say that. Why don't you feel like it? Why didn't you feel like it? It, it, it felt like up? it was missing too long. It was gone too long. If they would have did it uh, Tuesday, I think that would have been better. An extra two days could be a, uh, forever. Mm-hmm. Two days could be forever. And then we talking about sports and the final game in the sports uh, arena, mm-hmm. which is the NBA championship. June June second, opposed to June fourth. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need nine days all off. To build up, it's not the Super Bowl. You remember the Super Bowl used to be two weeks. Oh yeah, it used to be two weeks. I couldn't stand it. But the but the marketing for football, football is the most popular sport right. for the reasons they do. Like like when those guys got in trouble, that was nothing but realignment. That mm-hmm. was keeping football in place. That was taking your focus off the something important in the okay. world uh-huh. to let. Oh, let's talk about these football guys getting in trouble. And then they went on. Then they went on a rampage and got all of them. Mm-hmm. But it made football more popular. And time the football's off. When football is off season, which is just really no off season for the brand of football, mm-hmm. that shield, the NFL shield, there's no off season for that. Mm-hmm. They're gonna find a story. They're gonna keep it in the limelight. But you remember when it used to be two weeks off, mm-hmm. everything happened in that two weeks that had to do with football, even though NBA was going on, uh baseball was going on. Yeah. Basketball don't have that luxury. I don't think they have that luxury. I don't think you need uh nine days off. I think you need Five days at the most, let these guys refocus, realign, get the game plan in. And, and you're talking about the East and the West. Mm-hmm. They don't play each other all the time. So now you got to get some – you get your strategies down. Mm-hmm. You get your strategies down. Five days at the most for nine days. And worst case, eight days for Golden State. You're talking about shooters. Mm-hmm. I don't know who these nine days benefit mm-hmm. because if Golden State come out and try to – if they come out and try to – Get that shooting back. That takes time for a shooting. They do gonna, what they do. Do what yeah, they do yeah. best. But then if you put yourself in a hole trying to get that back and, and you call him LeBron James, the best player in the world, if his supporting cast steps up, you know uh, Matthew Delavadova, De he's supposed to be guarding um, Stephen Curry. He's supposed to, No way. And It ain't going to happen, but no way. let me tell you this. In seven games, he he's going to hurt Stephen Curry. Yes. He's, I'm talking about not hurt on him. Not on purpose. It's going to be on purpose. I don't think Delavado was that type. He's, a, he's, he's a, not. He's, he's not in his mind. He said, "I'm going. I'm not going to the game." He's, but, but he's going to do whatever he can take to get for his team to win that game. LeBron and everybody has a guy on that on their team yeah, like you that. Should. Draymond is like uh, Delavado no, with, with, with with skill with, with skill with 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 you know with mm. skill with a little, little it, Draymond is the dog of the, of the Draymond Warriors. Draymond has the guard. Um, uh, LeBron. LeBron James. And you don't think Le, you don't think Draymond going to throw some shots at LeBron? He's not, just, not dirty shots. seven games. Not dirty shots. I don't even did know you if see the way he took out, did, he see, did you see the way Draymond took out <laughs> Trevor Ariza? On, it was I a transitional play. It was a pick and roll. Uh-huh. Draymond rolled into the guy's leg, and then he kept pu- holding him down while oh, the play so was going on. Oh, so you're talking about what Delo Dover did, too. Ariza um, was trying um, to get up. 
You talking about you talking Dover, about Dover for a basketball. You know what you're supposed to do yeah. from a, from day one. You're supposed you die to for the basketball. But you know when a guy's on you, you gonna keep pushing your you gonna keep driving your legs. You, you know the you're same thing he did. Eleven. What is the one? He's five eleven. Seventy. I don't know. He's five. He's taller he's than that. Six two. Six two. Six three. A hundred. He five eleven. He ain't. He's not playing the way he's probably playing. probably a buck eighty. Going and he's against not even a guard. A big six nine. So you're saying size, you should, you should drive your legs into, you should drive your body into somebody. I'm not saying he's dirty. I'm just saying, I'm saying the way he drive plays. Your body, you play, he's low. He, he, he's lower than everyone on the court to begin with. No, he's not. He's lower than Al Horford. Are you kidding me? Al Horford's a Mack truck. The if way, you Al How Horford, do you win? How do you win? And If you outsize, outmatch, the lower man always wins the matchup. How, That's how what you you're taught. Oh, that's what you're talking about. That's what you're stuff. taught in basketball. Leverage. You're talking about leverage. <laughs> it's all about leverage on the court. So if you out home. If I'm boxing out this Mack truck behind me, I'm going to give all the effort that I can. I'm going to keep going until I can't go I, anymore. Yeah, but then at some point, you got to say, I'm. No, you're not going to punk out. Who, who said somebody punk out? Who, who punking out? Who said that? And I don't even know what that word means. I don't even know what that word means. Just, just quit. Punking out. Dwight Howard. Coward. If you just quit on the play, Dwight Howard, you will get called out. Why did he quit? You say punk out. I'm talking about quitting. If you I'm look at it at a, at a whole other standpoint, Dwight Howard would have quit on the play. No, he would have got judged he as a got, coward. No, he wouldn't. Why would you no, stop? He would have got quitter. elbowed in the head. He would not have got elbowed in the head. He didn't get elbowed in the head. He tried to finish him. He did. He tried to finish him. He did. Just because the lower man, just because he won that matchup. Let match me ask you this. You Al Hawford. You saw what happened to your player from with Dela Dover. That, you, that's all about hustle are you and crazy? grind. No, it's not. You played He's in the major league sport. You He's played the in pest. the major league sport. You know that. I hated to go. Against, how, I hated to go. I I used to hate <clears throat> going against pest athletes because they weren't as strong as you. They weren't athletic, but they will find a way. It's the I'm reason I'm not why talking about hard work and effort. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the guy who's going against him now. After I saw what I saw you did to my teammate. And then you you still driving your legs. You know when that ball was gone. The ball was not who gone. Said, who knows if it was on purpose or not? He was fighting for the rebound. LeBron James brought Della Dover into this fold right he here. Said you the pest of the team. You gonna be our our, let, our warrior. Let me. T- that's fine. Our knucklehead that's fine. warrior. But the only reason he's he's relevant right now because LeBron James was happy to be able to say his name Della Dover. He was happy to be able to say that so he got <laughs> some light. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even lying. I'm not. I, I really believe it. It got some light because he was able to say this guy Matthews Delavadova's last name, and then everybody ran with it. Then he go out there. You get somebody some courage and some some uh, confidence. Right. They're gonna right. go out there and do what they do. Right. I say. I'm saying. I'm not saying he's played dirty. I'm saying if I'm if I watch you do something to my teammate and then I'm in that situation, I gotta okay. wonder. Okay. I have okay. to wonder if you really try to take my legs out because. You underneath me and you still driving. You watching film. He's like not this guy trying to might take be dirty. his legs out. Kwame, I'm supposed to playing with leverage. You playing with effort and leverage. You're not playing I'm gonna with beat leverage. You, to the ball. you halfway to the ground. I'm going to beat you to the ball. You Al Horford, you're not you, going to get every rebound. Are we talking about the same play? Yeah, Al Horford. No, we're not. Pull it up. He pull was it up. Like, Go to break. Pull it up. I'm and I'll pull it. I'll point it out to you. We're gonna take a quick break. We come back to talk basketball. We're gonna talk about our last segment. Who's gonna win this game? Pull it up. Who's gonna win this tournament? Kwame, I'm supposed to talk. Dim Lache. Don't know what he's talking about. We be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? 
Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play Drug Code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug School. Uh, we're going to play some porno music or not, and this is the game that we play that you're going to hear some music, and it's either from a porn or it's not. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This is Jerome Buda Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lassa's Sports Talk with Dan Marie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. Yo, Jay, hit it. Let's go. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. Here we go. Welcome back to the Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. This is our last segment. It is. We just had. A show within the show off the air because I was confused about the verbiage. You said something about David and Goliath. I was trying to figure out who was Goliath and who was David. But then you you say you know LeBron James, two time what? Two time world champion, champ, world champion, five times in the final, five time in a row. The chosen one, King James. Who chose him? No, who chose him? Know. Somebody did in sports. That's, sep- that's separate claim. It's, it's coming still out of the build up. He's still living off of it, though. He still had to live off King James ever since he got the nickname his rookie year. Give your That's son, crazy. give your son a name that he has to live up to. I guarantee you, he live up to. It's gonna be one or the other. Right. Either you don't. Either you do or you don't. And that could be your just your last name. Then you get a guy like I, I got to live up to my last name. I got people the other my side of it, me. Yeah. And then the other side of it, you got Babyface Curry. Dale's you son. adding some adjectives You adding some stuff to it that, To make your story oh, right. that's, that's how I got you, A's you, on papers I'm sorry No, no A's Yeah You, you want me to bring them in? I don't need to see no uh, Immediate uh, Intermediate classes with A's Intermediate <laughs> yeah. Please I, I um, <clears throat> You adding stuff to it Calling them babyface <laughs> To promote he LeBron baby James face. He yeah, a lot of guys in the league. Yeah A lot of guys got babyfaces in the league But you talking about the MVP now MVP Babyface, I, I don't, I don't know about the babyface MVP because I've seen him. He didn't. I have got a the I got the most popular two year old in America right now. More popular than you. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> MVP. She feel blessed. I've been fighting for you let respect. Your, you letting your daughter listen to that music? <laughs> I'm talking about Steph. Steph, Steph no. Curry. Uh, but, you know. No, I don't know. He, he I don't know until you tell me. Where, I don't know his household. <laughs> You're right. It's a good song. She, uh, it's she a proper song. She Maybe she just listens. She only know. Well, she does. At that, she, she does. Because at that age, kids are sponges. They take in everything. Whatever you, whether you whether you think it or not, they take in everything you do. They see everything you do. And then when they do it, hey man, the parents say, what are you doing? That, it, that's that's, not, that's everybody's household. That's their, that's their household. That's everybody's household in no, the world. Oh, no. I wouldn't say that. <clears throat> what, what, they would not allow their younger individuals seeing... <laughs> Kanye West, Big Sean, just because it's a... <laughs> well, who you, you know. talking about? Exactly. 
Man, I don't, I don't drop names. I'm no name dropper. I ain't no drop names. I'm talking about like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want I you to drop I mean, some families name. that do it. It's some families that I've been around that they yeah. don't allow their children to watch and you know music what? videos Them the kids that, like that go to their friend's house and watch them. Yeah. What they, allow, what they don't allow, allow in the house. Most times, the media and TV are raising kids today. These mm-hmm. little stupid cartoon shows, mm-hmm. they have these hidden messages in there. You don't know... How much is that is sinking into a kid's head? So when they get older and see them hit a match, they feel like, oh, I've seen this since I was a two, three year old. Right. And now they know what it is. And because you and we talked about the same thing as far as these great golfers today. Mm-hmm. Parents didn't watch them. Their parents would send them to a country club, get them a coach, let that occupy his time. <laughs> All of a sudden, they became great golfers <clears throat> because they had a coach. They had some coach. They had somebody. And, then, and the, the whole thing is their parents are not watching them. Mm-hmm. Now you got these kids and the TVs and the media and all that stuff growing up there. So what, uh, Riley, Riley uh, Carey, you know, she listened to music. When right. is she not going to hear it? Right. Because what I don't know what they, you can shield them for it, from mm-hmm. it. But all she heard was the uh, the little hook. Right. And maybe she just heard it from her dad. Maybe she heard it from mom. Uh, neither here nor there. <laughs> it really. We talking about David and Goliath. And I don't know who Goliath is in this situation. David versus Goliath. Because, um, well... You talking about the best player in the world, LeBron James? He's huge. You talking about? He's huge. Marketing. What, what you mean? Yeah, he is. This same as Tiger Woods. Like I don't even know why we talking right, about Tiger Woods. Right. But we're not talking about Tiger. We're not talking about LeBron in that same sense because LeBron is producing. Tiger Woods not mean? producing. Tiger oh, Woods okay. not producing. Yeah. Now, yeah. Well, yeah, now, now he's always produced from the time he came into the league. Now he's not producing. Who? Tiger. I'm talking about LeBron. No, Tiger's not producing. <laughs> I said we're not talking about them in the same. Okay. 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 Right. You, you what, man? I got you. Yeah, now. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. He is Goliath in this matchup. Because he's been there before. He's been is he Goliath in the by himself or he's Goliath with his supporting cast? Within his supporting cast, he Amon is Shepard and, uh, you have champ- and J.R. Smith. Mike Miller won championships. Sean Marion. Mike Miller you didn't got, win no championships. Guys, he was coming off the bench from Miami. Your, you got guys on your bench who won championships with LeBron. You have um, Sean Marion. You got Sean Marion. Mike Miller. He's never won with LeBron. But he he's won a championship in another way. He won with Dirk Nowitzki. Nobody's on that team, and they beat Miami. Right. So with he LeBron. know yes with LeBron. That's even better. So that's, you have the like better. He you come know out the, he come out the this is what this is what they're going to be looking for LeBron to do or this this is a certain ways that you know LeBron can't be stopped. This is the certain way we can make this better. Sean yeah. Marion, thank you for that. James Jones, for Mike what? Miller, they can help the supporting cast. Like, Jay, I'm, hey, a, I'm a fan of James Jones. Go. Yeah, James Jones and Mike Miller. Hey, this is our supporting. We, we just supported. We've been there twice. Mike Miller's hitting nasty threes against my paces. What are you talking about when he was with Miami? Yeah. Okay, he's with Cleveland now. Go ahead. So he has that knowledge of when he was with Miami in the finals, winning championships, losing championships. Is he, is he one to step up? Is he one to step up for Cleveland Cavaliers and say, this is all? Uh, helping that supporting cast? Yes, he has. He, is he going to play? He's helping that supporting cast Do, off the court. Off the court? <laughs> knowledge, like knowledge-wise. During, is, is during that, the court, is that why, the game. What was uh, Jalen Howard? What's Mike, his name? Mike is Miller Jaylen always Howard? pulling guys off to the he side. Still, who? Mike Miller. He'll pull guys Because you know LeBron going to ignore it during the game. He's going to yell at him real quick. 
you know, Mike Miller points to the side like, yo, this is what I just can't have somebody da, 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 shutting da, da, da. at me in the game. I just that ain't, well, that's that's neither hit on there. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. I just, you're not gonna be able to do that to me, and I'm not because I won't do that to you. I'm it's not, not about. It's just an amount of respect. It, like this guy's been respect. there. It's just he's so fired up. He don't even think he's yelling at somebody. He's like passionate about right, the game. Right, right, right. He's so he's passionate. To, but he think these other kids are supposed to be passionate like him, and mm-hmm. they are for the most part. But you're the best in the world. You had a different. You Hello. Had, there you, you the, go. Yeah, you the best. You the king. You can call him the king if you Marketing want to. Marketing wise, he's the king. He's King James. Marketing wise, he's known. Everybody has been watching LeBron grow up from this little boy. The same thing they say about Jesus. And I don't know what happened to Jesus from the age 12 to, go that to, far. to 33. You call him the chosen one of the king. Who was the chosen one of the king that you know of in history and ever? No one. That's what they call it. The chosen one was Jesus, the king was Jesus. For after 12 years old, I don't, I don't know what Jesus went. And then he gets 33, and then he gets to 32, 33 years old, then he popped back on the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's LeBron. I'm just saying this name that he has to live up to. Mm-hmm. This is a this this don't have anything as far as I'm going most more so on the name, the strength of the name. He has to live up to it, and I think he lived up to it from the time he came to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'm torn about both of these teams. I want the MVP, this year's MVP, to win. Because why shouldn't they? I'm, I'm torn about them winning because of what they did to the coach prior to them. And then they give Steve Kerr all his credit. And Steve Kerr might did something to get them to that next level. Every coach, first-time coach, brings something to the table yeah. they want to play for. John but, Gruden? Yeah, yeah. But they, they built this. Um, this team was built by another coach. And maybe he could. And the only reason he's not there because he didn't get a loan. Or not, not get a loan. You had some management who don't know basketball doing business going to tell a guy who played in the NBA at a high level and now coaching and got this team to where they are, he's gone because of some misunderstanding. And that happens. That's business. That's neat. that's business. It happens. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, t- I'm torn about them winning and them losing on those two fronts. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Cleveland. I want LeBron to win. This is why I want LeBron to win. So he can say, here's your championship, I'm out. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. But it's I more than that. No, nah, I'm talking about for me. Okay. I, I want him to win for that. He did everything possible, which you agree, from the time he stepped out of high school to Cleveland, took him to the finals with no help, did everything possible to win a championship in that team, and because he decided to change jobs and location, people went crazy. The owner writes a letter that's disrespectful, borderline, t- try to turn the whole city against LeBron. Why can't somebody... Why can't you leave and go to another radio station without somebody saying, oh, this guy's this, this, and mm-hmm, that? Why mm-hmm. can't you just change jobs? Mm-hmm. If, if there's a salary cap on money and all these things and, and you capping me and I'm the best, how do you cap a LeBron James who's the best player in the league, best player in the world, how do you cap him financially? Mm-hmm. You're not capping the owners. You're not capping the, the people who, who cares if it's your, you put your money on this team. I'm bringing them a whole different value. You shouldn't cap Kobe. You can't cap him. It's a situation going on in Miami. You're trying to cap Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Now, he don't play that high level he does, but I don't know what was said to Dwayne Wade. And I know, and we do know this, he's taking some pay cuts to build that team. Mm-hmm. But you do have Pat Riley, who's a businessman and a coach. We're not going to get in that situation. Because right now, they're well, not we, seeing no. eye to eye. Huh? They're not eye to eye. They're not eye to eye. That, that communication is, is dead right now. It's, it's scary. But here's why I want Cleveland to win. That's the only reason. Because I, I like Golden State in a, in a seven game in seven games. Here's your championship, you idiot owner. Here's your championship. I'm out. Cause he had a two year deal, a one year option. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So he can leave. Mm-hmm. Now, next year, 2017, 2016, the uh, salary cap be up to $1.3 million. How much of that do you think LeBron should get? I think he should get all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do agree. But he won't, have, I do agree. he won't have any players to play with. No. You're not getting guys to take one point million who who deserves $5 million to play on that team. Mm-hmm. For the sacrifice of a championship, because at some point you got to financially stabilize yourself outside of basketball after basketball. Now, here's why I don't want them to win because I like Golden State because of the, <laughs> and because of the owners. Because the owner, they do not deserve that. Cleveland does not deserve a championship for this team for this. Um, okay, this year they do I not because okay. of the owner and what he did. Did you read that letter? If yes, you read that yes, letter, Kwame. no, you didn't. Because if you wouldn't, you I wouldn't be saying you wouldn't be saying it like you exhausted to, to answer the question. He was hurt. You're right. He, he was, was hurt. hurt. He, so his girlfriend broke up with him. He was hurt. Yes. Oh, his boyfriend. He might be the girl. His, his, yeah. His, his best friend. His favorite. I don't know. But he lied in a lot of the stuff. He, he did. He, he said um, not even a letter, but outside of that, he said he did so much for LeBron. When? How? He did so much for LeBron. Entourage built them a gym so they can go do this, do that. When and how you supposed to do that? If you're owner of a team in a ma- in a major city, major you, Cleveland, yeah, you build something for the community. Yeah, you like put LeBron name on it. So okay, so what you supposed to? You should have. Mm-hmm. Look what he's done for that city. They, the LeBron leaving, go to Miami. All right. Cleveland, uh, market went down. It hurt Cleveland. It hurt LeBron for him to get out of there. Yeah, hey, when it hurt he, me. he never would. He never wanted to leave necessarily. Well, you should have put some players around him. You should have right, right, exactly. And that's when you know Dan Gilbert. He knew that, but he was like, "Well, dang man, don't 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 jump out on me like that." And All LeBron's right. like, "Look, man, I, this ain't no play thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm doing everything I can. I I bought this. You know, I am Ohio right now. At the beginning of his career, he was born Ohio, and, born and raised, born and raised. Yeah, yeah. I agree with your pinpoint with your standpoints. But this is the reason. This is why I would like to see Cleveland win. Yeah, I would like to hear this. If I want this guy, run. please don't <laughs> tune in. This guy, five what five championships in a row, oh, five final goodness, appearances like in a row. Go ahead. Who's two, your favorite two, team? Two different organizations. Uh, the Pacers, your favorite team. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Two different, <laughs> two different organizations, right? Mm-hmm. Still getting into the finals. You go back home after where the place where people burned your jerseys. Idiots. Fans, your own owner threw Idiot. you under the bus. Idiot. Did all this stuff and you still go back home, go to the finals. You know why he did that? And had put yourself in it. I would love to see him finish that. Finish no one. Had, no one else has done the thing the way that LeBron's story is being made right now. LeBron came back and said, "Okay, I'm back in Cleveland. I'm doing it my way. I'm getting the players." Right. So that's right. why we saying he's the coach, he's the GM. Okay, LeBron, and, whatever and, you want. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we messed up the first time, but I like we shouldn't the, did this the right way. I, I like the uh, rhetoric, and I like the uh, the uh, I, I say rhetoric, but I like the 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 way the coach is talking. Like, okay, LeBron, you home? You okay? You from here? You home? Don't like you doing this by yourself. That's how it, right, he, right. He didn't do it by himself in uh, Miami. He's not doing it by – he did it by himself his first year. From the time he came to Leeds to 2007. When did he leave? 2007, 2008? Yeah. He did it by himself, but he couldn't win. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got mad because I'm left – I'm I'm leaving Verizon going to Sprint. I changed job. They paid me more money. I, I got a chance to win to stabilize my career, mm-hmm. to uh, to say I'm one of the best ever that did it. Mm-hmm. 
He goes back home, and he said, okay, well, I'm going to do it my way. I'm building this team. Yeah. All those players. He went to go get all those yeah. players. The one player he couldn't get was um, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. He couldn't get Ray Allen because Ray Allen was you know, on the fence about retiring and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which would have solidified. If Ray Allen's on this team right now. I say they win. Ooh. I say they win, Ooh. and I'm not even thinking about them winning. But Even uh, the Splash Brothers? Yeah, even yeah. with Ray Allen? Because of Ray Allen Ooh. isolates one of them. He isolates uh, Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. Oh dang! No, no, dang. not defensively, but he put the same points up Clay would. Really? Yeah, Clay's a baller. I'm I don't know about, if Ray would drop twenty. <laughs> you are, what? <laughs> Ray? I'm talking about Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about that Ray Allen. That's a that's an older gentleman. You calling out young young guy? You think Kobe can still shoot? He older. <laughs> Kobe gonna take about sixty <laughs> shots. Good luck, LeBron, getting up ten. <laughs> no, but I okay. I, <clears throat> I hear you, but uh, that's the only reason why, you know, Cleveland, you know, the whole chanting, Cleveland rocks, you know, that whole pinpoint, Cleveland is a, you know, terrible city, yada, yada, all this stuff about Cleveland. Now, they're in the finals. They got a chance to actually bring a championship home the first time. A championship can't come to the city of Cleveland in any sport Mm -hmm. since, what, the 60s? Since Jim Jim Brown? Brown. That's incredible. That's an incredible story. And then you get your hometown. I can write that story You get your hometown hero coming home. And for him to do it, for him to put it, did it his way. This is the, we could have did this a long time ago in 07. No, they couldn't. There was no player for him did, to do it. Exactly. That. But when did he coming back? LeBron was like, "Look, let me let me do this. Let me put he this team together." He left because his mother was in a situation with his one of his teammates. Oh god! He uh, came back. <laughs> oh, he came back, and we gotta get off the air. But he came back because he wanted to finish the chapter in his book and say, <laughs> "I'm back home. Here's what I gave you." And no one has ever written that chapter yet in basketball. Oh my goodness. I would be but Gold State the same way. They ain't won since the seventies, so that's why I like that's why I like this matchup so much. That's why I like the build up of it. Golden State in seven, starting tonight. When watch the game, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna find me a spot. Cleveland in seven. Quamla Sports Talk. Demi Lachey. We have to get off the air. I will talk to you tomorrow. Demi will be. Uh, I'll, I'll call in. Sin City. Hopefully. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.